This is Ion Health, delving into your overall well-being. With Arab Health. On Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Ion Health with me, Helen Farmer, here on Dubai Eye 103.8, brought to you by Arab Health. And this week we're discussing AI, robotics within healthcare, what currently exists, what you might not even be aware of happening in theatres around the UAE and beyond and what we can look forward to in the future. My first guest is Dr. Roger Jerji, who is the Director of Robotic Surgery at MediClinic Middle East, internationally known for his efforts in robotic and laparoscopic surgery. Joining us now is the Director of Robotic Surgery at MediClinic Middle East. It is Dr. Roger Jerji. He is trained in practice general and colorectal surgery in Sweden, 20 years of experience in surgery, and is internationally recognized for his efforts in robotic and laparoscopic surgery. He's trained surgeons uh, both in Europe and South Africa, and we're very lucky to have him here in Dubai and here on Ion Health to explain a little bit more about what he has been up to. Um, can I ask you, first of all, Doctor, why did you decide to specialise in this? Why has this become such an, an area of, of interest and passion to you? Just like um, I am definitely interested in, in surgery, but when my professor wanted to do something new, uh, he wanted to start with robotic surgery. I was definitely too young to be a part of it, but I was so interested with the technologies I was there and uh, it was just the right thing for me to do. I like gaming and I like PlayStation, so it was natural. <laughs> so it's a bit like, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. This is like the the ultimate gamification. Yes. I love it. Um, I'd love to bust a few myths and perhaps misconceptions around robotics and surgery, if you don't mind, Doctor, because when I think about robots, I think about, you know, big, metal, clunky, um, you know, very, like, mechanical and noisy and that's I mean, would imagine not the case when we think about some of the applications of robotics in surgery especially um, when we're looking at those very very fine um, fine details can you explain a little bit about um, what it actually does look like sound like um, yes I mean robotic surgery is there to for us to facilitate and do minimal invasive surgery that means keyhole surgery because we don't want to cut the patient up from from uh, one end to the other we want to do the whole procedure with keyholes and that is because the patient will feel much better after the surgery unfortunately the robot is big and bulky uh, if you look at it from outside, but the instruments that we put inside the body is very tiny and just eight millimeter in size uh, with instrumentations that are a few millimeters. Uh, and we do the whole procedures th throughout those instrumentations. So you have a bulky robot but the instruments are very tiny. Uh, there are no sounds except sounds uh, from the AI part of the robot that tells you that now you can do the targeting, now you can do the docking and so on. So it helps you uh, in the steps of the procedure. And what kind of procedures lend themselves to this uh, kind of you know, working in parallel human and robotics? What kind of keyhole yeah. surgeries have you done in the past with that kind of assistance and uh, companion, I suppose? So, so I am an abdominal surgeon, so I do uh, surgeries in the abdomen, and I specialize mainly in cancer surgery. So um, I do all kind of cancer operations, removal of the large intestine, the rectum, and also uh, cancers in the liver, pancreas, and the stomach. 
And then we do some benign surgeries, which is uh, hernia surgery. If you have a scar hernia, uh, we, we can correct that with keyhole surgery. And to be honest, I think um, our facility is the only uh, facility in the Middle East right now that has adopted this technique. Uh, we do hernia surgeries, gallbladder surgeries. So, and then we, you have the urology part with prostatectomies and the gynecology part with the hysterectomies and ovarian cancers and so on. So there's a wide range of indications. You can say that all keyhole surgeries can be done with the robot. So huge applications then across men and women, different age groups different conditions and robotic surgery has been present now in Dubai for a couple of years. Um, can you explain, you mentioned they're minimally invasive, can you explain some of the, the advantages to this from a patient's point of view? So if I come into surgery with my dad for example and he needs to have, oh I don't know, let's, let's, let's use the cancer example um, and he has had, he has had colon cancer before so yeah. you come in and say we're going to you know, go along a robotic approach and I immediately go, but you've had 20 years of training, doctor. I'd rather it was just you and not a robot. Can you explain some of the advantages that you yeah. might say to a patient yeah. and their family? Exactly. That's the first misconception. Uh, it is actually robotic-assisted surgery, not purely robotic surgery. That means that the robot is actually has no software. It doesn't do anything by itself. It's just a, a an uh, me controlling every movement of the robot. Uh, so it doesn't perform any of the surgeries. I do all the movements. Uh, the advantages, definitely, we want to do minimal invasive surgery, keyhole surgery. When we do it uh, the traditional way, we use uh, straight instruments. And with that, there will be a limitation like range of motion and so on. With the robotic uh, instrument, we have actually articulated instruments so we can move the instrumentation like my wrist. Uh, what we want is to minimize the conversion rate. That means the rate to not be able to do a keyhole and, uh, and then have to open. And with the robot, we're minimizing the conversion rate to open surgery, which is a huge benefit for the patients. The other benefits is I'm sitting in a console, so I don't sit next to the patient. I sit apart on an, uh, in a console, and there I have a 10 times enlargement, 3D vision, uh, where I can see things that I never can see when I do laparoscopic or open surgery because it's so clear, everything. Oh. And... Sorry, the no. other the other benefit is I have an extra arm. So I have three arms that I work with, and then I have a camera arm. So I control four arms with this robot. So I have like the camera, which will be totally stable, and three extra arms. So I think that's a really good distinction. That this is, as you say, kind of an extension of you. This is a tool that uh, someone with years of training is now able to utilize for the patient's benefit. Are there any disadvantages that come to mind or any, any objections that you've heard from patients in the past that you think are worth airing? The, there's no um, 
disadvantages for the patient. The disadvantages is definitely economy. The robotic instrument is very expensive and the tools are very expensive. We've had the robotic platform for 25 years now, to be honest. And the company that has had the uh, the platform has had a monopoly, so they have been able to put the price range as they want. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing now is that other companies are coming up with uh, competitive robots. So there are two other companies now launched in the market, and hopefully uh, this will be benefits for the, for us all because the prices will be reduced, of course. More accessibility um, can only be a good thing. And also, there must be a huge amount of training involved as well. Um, what's been happening at MediClinic in terms of bringing the next wave of, of young surgeons through to be working in parallel with some of this technology? This is, this is actually why I was recruited to MediClinic. When I came here in 2019, there was no robotic surgery uh, at all in Dubai. And, and now there are several facilities that has the robotic platform. And my main um, thing to do here is train future surgeons and, and current surgeons here in Dubai. So we have a training program. Uh, to train uh, surgeons in robotics. And the interesting thing with what robotics surgery has brought us is to standardize the the training model too. So now we have really structured training for all the surgeons that's going to undergo robotic training, which is definitely definitely much safe, uh, uh, more safe for the patient. Is there anything that you would love to see, you know, any future robotic innovations that would enhance change surgical treatments for the better? Uh, Oh, there is a lot. I mean, uh, the company asked me uh, what improvement I wanted. And I said, like, I have I have tools like grips uh, with uh, two fingers or whatever. Why can't I have tools that mimics my hand in the in the patient or uh, and so on? The other thing is imaging and so on. I think in the future, we should be able to incorporate the CT scans and the MRI scans and so on in the imaging so when we do the surgery we can put in the imaging live in the patient and see the boundaries for instance for the cancer Mm -hmm. see the boundaries of of tissue that we don't want to harm and hopefully we will also be able to incorporate ai so we have a artificial intelligence that will tell me like doctor you don't want to go there please don't cut this (laughs) So almost like an augmented reality, but with uh, with instructions as well. You mentioned AI <laughs> earlier when it comes to the noise of the robotics that are, you know, are there in, in theatre. Are there any fields within healthcare that you think, you know, AI has particularly beneficial implement- implementation and what that actually means? There are. There are a wide range of uh, areas that that AI will have benefic- uh, benefits. Uh, for instance, uh, if we don't look at healthcare, we look at well-being. Uh, and I think you, uh, Helen, has something in your phone, an app that tells you um, uh, tells you to improve your daily behavior. Yeah, wearing one what right now. Eat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What you eat, how much you should exercise, how well you sleep, and, and monitor your your basic physical parameters. That is 
that's the start. We should have a healthier lifestyle and maybe those AI uh, platforms can help us with that. The other part will be early detection. We want, we do a lot of screening for prostate cancer, for colonic and rectal cancer, but we, we would like to have instruments or AI that will help us to detect those tumors early, mm-hmm. uh, like um, reading a mammogram or whatever, which will, an AI would do much better than a human eye. The third thing will be uh, diagnosis and decision-making. We know about this Watson, uh, IBM's Watson or Google DeepMind, which is a kind of cognitive computing. That means it's a, it's a, uh, uh, it's a machine that actually simulates the human thought process and it learns so much about you can put in a lot of medical information. For me, it's like having Dr. House in your head <laughs> times one million. And imagine what, the, what that could result in. And of course, the, the other part is, is treatment. Uh, a lot of people has, for instance, diabetes. And there are now... Um, instruments yeah the, with a microchip that could read the the uh, uh, blood glucose in your body and also uh, have a, a feedback to your, to your uh, uh, telephone mm-hmm. and give you information or even alarm if the blood glucose is too high or too low and the next step is actually what is there now is that you can administer uh, insulin with this kind of system. Uh, and the training we have discussed, and of course, research. So there's a lot of different uh, areas we can utilize this. I think in honesty, Doctor, from, from what you're saying, when we think about robotics and AI, it sounds like something that would be happening you know, on a space center somewhere. But actually, a lot of this is already part of our lives. As you say, you know, I have friends who are diabetics who have the sensor on their arm. You know, I'm, I'm wearing wearable now. You've been exactly. using robotics for, for, for years and years. It's just going to be a case in the future of how much more this is going to be integrated into healthcare and in, into, our, into our day-to-day. Oh, yeah. I think we are just in the start of the evolution. And I, I'm looking forward to the future i think we will have a lot of benefits with the ai and the uh, instruments that it could provide well we're really happy to have you here in the region leading the way there at mediclinic middle east dr joji thank you so so much for your time today really really appreciate it i'll let you get back to your robot friends now in theater thank you thank you it was a pleasure to participate in this and good luck more with ion health next on dubai eye 103.8